You're listening to Beyond the Pipe with Chris Morgan and Sean Ring. Killed a burrito. He killed a bean rice and cheese yeah. burrito a few minutes ago. Well, you needed the energy to be able to figure out how to turn the freaking microphones on on oh this thing. Oh my god! Yeah. No, I've been. That busy seems like so long ago that you that, had that. That I was eating the burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen you uh, enjoy it. No, it just dude, I slammed it. I was, dude, I was Chris is constantly sorry. eating stuff. I'm not I'm, sure he enjoys anything that he. Eats. I'm a growing it's just, boy, man. <laughs> it's just constant. Uh, dude, that was, it's, it's funny. I do eat a lot, but to compensate, I just I filled my freezer today, so I'm happy. I uh, did the whole Costco thing with the I buy I buy the primal like I mentioned this before, but I buy like the primal pieces. Like I'll buy like a whole standing rib roast and cut my own steaks, or I'll buy you know like a whole New York loin and cut it up. And uh, it takes it takes like half a day, man. It's a pain in the ass. Have you uh? <clears throat> been watching any wilderness cooking he'll show you how to chop that shit up yeah but see it makes me nervous using a hatchet to do it like i feel like i don't want to get any bone splinters and shit everywhere like when i seen him using that hatchet uh dude he that's instant respect right there oh yeah i think i saw that recently yeah and he's make he's making precision cuts it looks like too yeah he's not just swinging it around you know he's a pro he's not here he just for show Mm-mm. Well, everybody, welcome to life. Beyond the Pipe podcast. We got a special guest today, Don Juan the Piper on Instagram, the last real pipe smoker. Yeah, for real. He's an official. Yeah, thanks here. for having me, man. I'm glad. I'm very uh, happy to be here. Yeah, dude. Very. We've wanted to Listen talk to you podcast, for a while. You know. We find you very interesting and funny, and I don't I know like, why, but well, I like your uh, I like your perspective on how simple pipes can be and or should be. And you really, you celebrate that you've got tobacco and a pipe and nothing else fucking matters. I don't like to look too much into it, you know, because man, I was like 2015. I took my wife to the Chicago pipe show. I drug her along, you know, she didn't want to go, but you drugged her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you actually had to, man. <laughs> I don't do that anymore with her. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> took her down there. It was okay. It was the first time I was there, so it was something new for both of us. But uh, not really much for her to do. But that is where I met a lot of people. Instagram pipe community. Yeah, dude, the Instagram pipe community is big. Um... It's. I think it's more fun than the. YTPC. Really? Yeah. See, I was never really involved with YTCP that much. <laughs> YTPC, what's that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently that there's it a... It was big. It was apparently it's getting big. bigger now. Well, people are posting all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know, a couple of people that I will watch that uh, if they put out a pipe-related video. But, you know, you see one review, man. Most of the stuff that I smoke, it's been reviewed thousands of times man yeah. i still hold the first captain black grape review i never smoked that 
It is, it's dude, awesome. it's surprisingly it's good. So what good. is it? Like, is it grapey? Oh yeah, it's, dude. It's like it's like <laughs> but not take, cough syrupy. It's it tastes like like grape bazooka bubblegum. So it's kind of for me. It's like you take your kids to like a a carnival, and you're never gonna eat a funnel cake. Like as an adult, you're just like that's garbage. It's all sugar and Speak shit. Speak for or, yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Give me. I'll give you a better example. Cotton candy. Ugh. Right, you're not gonna eat yeah. cotton candy, that's but then disgusting. you're like, yeah, you're yeah, a freaking carnival. You're gonna have some cotton candy just because. That's kind of what Captain Black Grape is for me. Really, it's I can't. Eat, you can't even consider it a tobacco. It's it's like it's like shisha. It's like a yeah, it's like it? shisha. Yeah, it's delightful. It's good though. It's it's shockingly, it actually burns well. I've smoked uh, fruit flavored shisha before. You know, went to a Middle Eastern festival here and. I got to try it there. This was long before COVID, so all they did was put a different plastic cap on the end, you know, and then mm-hmm. everybody's using the same pipe. Yeah. Or yeah, multiple people much, the per day. That pretty much killed hookah bars. Oh, I bet, man. <laughs> I bet. Like, yeah. They're all gone. Although it's not a big thing where I live anymore. Did you guys ever um, have, like, hookah bars there in oh, Los shit, Gatos? Yeah. Not, not in town here. Like, they actually ran... They ran the last uh, tobacco establishment out of town a few years ago. They wouldn't renew the lease, and they were saying that like people were getting secondhand smoke from a, a cigar bar. And I'm like, dude, you guys are so full of shit. Like it's freaking cigar dude, bar. Dude, like, in man. Missoula, Montana, there is a cigar lounge downstairs from a daycare. Wow. Okay, so that's that's like <laughs> going the opposite direction. It's yeah. downstairs from a daycare. That's weird. And they've got a badass filtration system. And they're all just like happy neighbors. These guys had two Rabbit Air. um, I forget what the model is. It's the one I have. And it'll it'll clear out. One of those things will clear out like a 2,000 square foot room in like a half hour. Wow. Like from one smoker or from multiple smokers? Oh, I could could have probably five. I've had five or six people in here smoking and it stays perfectly clean. Wow. Because I've seen those. I always thought they were kind of gimmicky because I don't have one, of course. If I had one, I'd probably love it. They're rad. It's uh, and and they actually don't even have to think about it because every year they just send you a new cartridge and it's seven really? layers. So they send you all the replaceable stuff and then you just pop it into the cartridge and just put it in and you're good to go. Wow! And it runs. Yeah, so there's two settings for it. Um, there's a pollen setting which I keep it on where it's always running, and when it senses higher particulate, <clears throat> it, it it goes up in speed. So wow, when nice. it, the light will turn colors based on like how bad the air is. So if it turns red, obviously it's going to kick it into like turbo mode. And then as it clears it, it drops it down speeds and it just always stays passive. It's pretty awesome. It sounds like it's going to be thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, like, you have to subscribe to this or what is like, this? No, every year I think it's like a hundred bucks for the filter replacement. And then okay. the actual device itself. Um, I mean, the prices went up, obviously. I think I paid like 350 for it. But that's not like 500. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Let me pull it up here. They got the A3. That's the new one that oh. just came out, and I think that's that's like uh, that thing's badass. Um, it'll take VOCs out of the air, and I want to say, let's see, it covers up to a, this one covers up to a thousand square foot. Do you have allergies? Seven, so it's 750. I do. Yeah. How does that help? Oh, it's perfect. It, it depends on what cartridge you put in it, too. So I have like <coughs> a smoke filter in it because I used to like smoke a lot in my shop, but I don't anymore. Uh, uh, now that the weather's nice, I just smoke outside. But um, 
you can get the allergy one. You can get like the, like there's like a pet dander. There's a smoke one. There's a, there's a few others. Germ. There's a germ defense. I don't even know what that looks like. Just get there's the a, best one they got, hey, and mark I, everything off. I, I think the odor one takes care of everything anyway, you know? Oh, it would have to. That'd be uh, great because uh, allergies are kicking in up here. Just starting, you know, and I've done uh did you ever do a nasal irrigation? I just did one today. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Do you have a navage? I have a uh it's or a bottle. Are, oh it's like a oh like a bottle. yes, I know what that is too. Yeah. Yeah. I got I have this to, uh though. did you ever hear of a, a navage? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one you gotta try one, dude. It's circular circulates like a water blast for your nose? Yes. Yeah. You put it it has like uh kind of like I don't know if you're familiar with a CPAP machine's got uh yeah. like nozzles you stick into your nostrils and okay. they fit in there perfect and then fill up a chamber on top with some type of solution. Press play and then you can feel it suck in and then you just kinda you have to work with it, don't hold your throat open so it just blasts right through your nose and then it comes out the bottom compartment, it's all full of whatever was in your nose. That just sounds like I'm gonna have a sinus infection it, afterwards because it, it works great. Out. Really? Yes. Navage. Oh, that seems weird. The Navage. I don't know if I can do that. Damn, it sounds fancy too. Than I thought they were. Navage? Yeah. Yeah. I uh hundred bucks, man. They are. I used my flex pen and got that, so okay. That's kinda cool. I'd yeah. be down for it, that. Yeah, I mean I get I get weird allergies though, dude. If I'm around like, because I, I, I do a lot of cooking and stuff, so if I'm like smoking like a I don't know, like a pork shoulder and I'm outside hanging sure. out the whole time. Dude, I get wicked sinus infections from that. Here, it's getting bad right now. Yeah, you're going everything's, in yellow season up there, right? Everything's like, we're going in like mold season, man. Wet, damp, cold. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. It's raining right now outside. Yeah, we're going to get a little rain, I think, tonight. So I'm, I'm excited for that because we're dry as hell out here. But um, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, the rap. Okay, so the, the rabbit air, the eight. Uh, minus a two is what I have, and that is five fifty. The new one, the a three or whatever it's called, I forget the name. That one is like seven fifty. Really? This one's plenty, dude. Don't get the small one though. Don't get like the one whatever it is. This I wanted right. one of those for my basement because I'm trapped on there. I really don't have much ventilation, and in the winter time, you can't just smoke in the garage anymore because it's out of your pleasurable experience so just too cold true. yeah it sucks so you got to move indoors <clears throat> like this my this winter we're trying to do doing. podcasts and i'm out here and my heater is eye level when i'm sitting in my bench right next to me and so my heater would kick on and it's blowing on the microphone the whole time so i had to shut it off so then i had to get like a radiant heater sitting next to me and it's like 20 degrees and i'm trying to record a freaking podcast like this sucks i can't wait for summer yeah, you and me both, man. Yeah, it's and then Chris forever. is over there, like no colder than yeah, like forty yeah. degrees ever. I'm in a t-shirt like ten months out of the year, dude. Man. <laughs> I'm not in Southern California though. Like Southern California, it's been like super nice. We had we didn't even have a winter down there. Um, it's a little. I mean, it's cold for me here, but like, but it's, you're a it's, not, it's a different thing, man. It's like it's a when you live up in the like you know on your sort of latitude. It's like a totally different situation. Like down here, it's like we got to deal with like uh, summertime sucks here. It's too hot. Why? Too hot? It's hot, dude. Like it's what's gross. too hot? 
95 like degrees? Like, like 105, 106. Oh, that is too hot. For a few days. I mean, anything over like 90, I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, Yeah, 90 is like the yeah, max for what I enjoy. Absolutely. Because I don't, dude, I, I don't get cold, right? So uh, what was the cold? I think the coldest we got here was like 32 or 31 for like, it was like for five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it doesn't get that cold here. This time so. of year, we, we've got a lot of wind. And so I can deal with cold, but if you got cold plus like hella wind, I'm not about that. Oh, it's super windy here, man. Like, really? So, so my house sits in like this really odd area. It's, uh, it's like within an old river valley that's within a much larger valley. So we get like whenever the air quality is shit here, like the fires and stuff, we get all like the bad air because it just sits in here. Uh, but then also like specifically my house and like my neighbor's houses here, you can walk down the street and it will get like five to 10 degrees warmer down there than it is right here. And it's not even like that far downhill. It's like maybe a drop of like 30 feet. That's pretty neat. It's super weird. It's like a microclimate thing. And so whenever in the summer, it's always cool. Microclimate. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, all right. It's very scientific. <clears throat> very yeah. scientific. Sounds like, well, small or miniature climate. It, well, so it, it's I got mean, its, its own climate? Yeah, yeah. That specific much. area? Yeah. I yeah, guess was, we kind of have that too because we're. Right. I'm right next to the lake. Yeah. And the lake is big yeah. enough that it almost kind of like dictates our weather. Do you yeah. get a lot of lake effect weather, like specific stuff like uh, snowfall or uh, fog or anything like that? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to track, but... Like, we'll get, like, two inches of snow, and then the town next to us will get, like, a foot. Or it'll, oh, be, really? op- or it'll be totally opposite of that. Yeah. It just kind of depends. Yeah, that could be a thing. Large body of water. Because over here, uh, I work right along Lake Michigan, and the weather, I'll drive from from my house to work, and the weather will be completely different. Colder, foggy. Yeah. Uh, they get way more snow, too, it seems like. It was huh. born here a couple days ago, and uh, my wife went to her mom's house. Like I think it was like three miles away, and it was perfectly sunny, no rain at all. Yeah. So hey, yeah, what, we do. What are you we get a microclimate because we're at the base of the mountains. So there's a huge mountain range here, um, and I'm at the literal base of it. So we get like weird animals will show up. Like sure, I had like a fox in my backyard, which is super weird. Well, don't uh, you have chicken coop? I did. I got rid of them because oh, okay. of the fox. Like I, didn't I was about to say because of the fox, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of weird, but he was like five feet away from me, stuck in the fence. Like he was really, he was trying to sneak by, and this fat ass got stuck in the fence. So that was kind of funny. Did you help him out. <laughs> I was. I don't know. I don't really mess with coyotes here. Like they're kind of gross, you know. Uh, well, you said fox. yeah, man. Foxes are cute. Yeah, don't foxes look. Nicer? Foxes aren't bad, but usually it's, I don't know, wild dogs are gross. They got all kinds of weird, like, diseases and mange. Mange, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to mess with any of that. Fleas and all kinds of... Can't be he looked, your he looked healthy, mange. but, like... Should have got your revenge, dude, if you canceled your uh, chicken coop contract over there. Ah, uh, no, I'm not... I don't think you can do anything with foxes here. Coyotes are kind of another story, like, people look the other way. Like, if you have a nuisance coyote and you really? pop them. If you're up in the mountains here, yeah. Would, uh, would, would fire, uh, shoot off a firearm by you... Attract any unwanted attention, or is that okay? Lots. Oh no, I'm, oh, really? I'm in like I'm in a town, man. So I'm right. I'm like 
walk, I'm walking distance from like the post office and like all the stuff. Like I'm not rural at all. How about you, Sean? Um, I mean, I could probably get away with something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big enough yard. It's cool. Really? I told you, man, deadfall trap. Got to get those deers. The deer don't come in my yard anymore. I put a fence up. Yeah. And I don't have oh, a garden man, you yet. So them on. We don't block them out. We get deer walking through town. We get uh, coyotes are coyotes are weird here because they'll they don't give a shit. Like they will walk. You have like a coyote walk down the street, and it's like it looks like a lost dog. Probably That's is funny. somebody's dog. It's weird. No, you can tell they're coyotes. Do they have dogs. a? Um, my wife is on a Facebook group here for the village we live in, and anytime somebody posts a coyote sighting on there, because yeah. we see them a lot over here, because we live next to a huge park, they get. Uh, it's, they get bashed. It's like, yeah, no shit. We know there's a coyote in section S or yeah. whatever. Do they yeah. do that over by you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. About she told me about this. I'm like, what do they do? Well, because people freak out. Like, my <clears throat> where I live, there's a lot of transplants. So, like, there's a lot of people coming from, like, India and Asia and stuff. And they'll be, like, completely dumbfounded. that Like, they'll send a photo. They'll take a photo of, like, a skunk or something sure. and they'll be like what is this weird creature it's like it's a freaking skunk dude calm down like <laughs> and we get all the transplants cat. from california coming up here oh my oh. god there's deer in my yard what do i do nothing <laughs> enjoy it it's i don't know it, it is a weird it's a weird world now because people aren't educated on this stuff and it's not their fault it's like i don't think they have well no i know they don't have like opossums in india right a north american thing uh, so i can't say yes i don't know maybe they have a version of a possum well, they come here and they see like this weird white looking rat hanging out on yeah. the fence and they freak out and you're like no it's cool like they're good for the environment like they eat bugs and stuff possums are cool raccoons they are, are little bastards but we don't we don't really get raccoons here almost ever. dude there is a family of raccoons in my neighborhood and i swear four or five of them have got to be 60 pounds Oh, they're huge. Problem. They're fucking yeah. massive. Yeah. I was like dead asleep one day and my wife jumps out of bed, looks out the window and then yells at me to wake up and come look. And I just in time looked and it's pitch black out, but there's a, uh, there's a street light down quite a ways to where I could just see the silhouette. And these things were walking across my in-laws yard and they're massive. Like I thought they were baby bears. Yeah, dude. Well, they eat just about anything, so you know nothing's off limits. Yeah, they're they're. We need to get them smoking pipes. That's what we need to do. I haven't seen. I've maybe seen one raccoon. No, I don't want. I don't know. You want raccoons smoking pipes, man? (laughs) Why not? They would do it. What would they smoke? They probably like the trashiest of shittiest of blends. (laughs) Because yeah, seventeen ninety two probably (laughs) seventeen multi multi dolces for the raccoons. I never had multi dolce, but I have a tin of it. It's not bad for if you want a very heavy aromatic. Is it garbage? I mean, no. I mean, it tastes delicious. It is a very very good smelling tobacco, but it's goopy as all hell. Yeah, that's a cob tobacco for sure. Yeah, but what does it taste like? Uh, Vanilla, like all the most Um, aromatics. Yeah, kind of, but more. It's like vanilla y and like. Vanilla uh, nougat, like times 10. It's like, it's it reminds me of, uh, what is it, Dulce de Leche? Like it's like. Oh, yeah, sure. Mil- milky sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Real sugary, like. Real sugary. Very sugary. Yeah. 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 Hmm. What well, is yeah. your favorite tobacco? 
Mine? As, of, as of right now, like this this last couple months, what is your favorite tobacco? I was smoking C&D Pegasus a huh. lot. Probably the most I've smoked of uh, the, the blend that I smoked the most of this probably last two months. I haven't had that one. No, it's it's not bad. It's It's got uh, Black Cavendish, Burley, and there's one other ingredient you nip. Just throw something out there. Virginia, that's probably probably in there. Yeah. I've never even seen this, so I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, check it out. Pegasus. I I highly recommend it. For all of you interested, C&D's Pegasus is yet another from the master of classic American Burley blends, Bob Ranowski. Three Burley tobaccos, two Virginias, and a touch of unsweetened black Cavendish form a classic American blend, hearkening back to the days when Burley was king in the American pipe tobacco. (laughs) All right. You did that perfect. I'm not big on Burleys that much, but I love them. Really? Try that. I'm going to I'm going to smoke some half and half here in a minute. I love the half and pipe. half. That is the best in the corn cob for sure. I smoked so much half and half one time I I got tongue bite from it, but it was completely my fault. I just overindulged. Yeah, I like I'm a just overindulged. All right, I'm going to grab a I'm grabbing a cob right far. now then. I like yeah. the Lane, Lane Ready Rubbed is nice. I like that one. And uh, Five Brothers. Those probably Ooh, my two Codger Five ones. Brothers. I'm not Dude. crazy about the topping that's on um, Lane Ready Rubbed. I mean, sometimes, but it's also I, sometimes I just a little real edge worth to it. Do you like I mean, Granger? Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I have never had Granger. <laughs> I you know either. why I bring that up is because you said uh, the Ready Rubbed is that... Granger and that blend kind of the same. Okay. And Lane Rubbed? Not. Lane yes. Edgeworth Ready Rubbed? Yeah. I don't know about Edgeworth. I never smoked any of the real stuff. God, Edgeworth is amazing. That would have to be my favorite blend. Uh, really? The only problem is our buddy has the market cornered on that stuff. I don't think I've ever even seen it. Our buddy Mo. Yeah. Watch a corner and get some. He, he holds that shit above my head. He's like, hey, I got Dude. this. 100 gram tin of, you know, Edgeworth from like the 60s. <laughs> what do you want to trade for? I'm like, what do you want? He's like, a pipe. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, so much money. Do it. But, nah, it's it's good. I did do it one time. Uh, <laughs> I tinned up a lot of it because it's, it's kind of hard to find. But um, Well, what can you compare it to that anybody can get? It? Nothing. No. <laughs> Dude, that's not what I wanted to hear, man. I was hoping you'd say like four different blends. It says nothing. It's, it's close to ready rubbed. It actually is. It's just it's it's completely different preparation though. Like it's a flake and it's all like unless you get obviously Edgeworth ready rubbed, but I have flake from Edgeworth. And oh, of course you do. It's like high like a high class burly. Is it like Wessex? Somebody told me it was like Wessex Wessex burly Wessex slice. Either. I have not smoked that many different tobaccos to be honest. Like my my total Try it column has been maybe like Chris maybe has all of them. Like he just doesn't try. Them. I have them. I just don't crack the tins. <laughs> Some of them I only have one tin of each. You know, like uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of Burleys, a lot of a lot of like Codra. Like I have a lot of tubs of like Carter Hall. That's good. Yeah, like that's. A, I don't think I've ever had kind of, Carter Hall. Oh my Dude, god! I love Carter Hall, man. 
Uh, I'm not a Burley guy, though. That, that's the end of the show. I'm leaving. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> Never had Carter Hall. Are you a rever- are you a reverse pipe smoker? You start out with all these epic gold blends, and then you work your way down to like he half and spoiled. half in Carter Hall. He got spoiled. <laughs> I did get spoiled a little bit. Yeah, I actually did. So my, my the way I got into it was I started smoking like aromatics. Uh, I remember the first one I got was mint, like a mint chocolate. Yeah. Shitty I had something like that too, like Eileen's Dream from CAO. That so was it like wasn't a even that high end, dude. It was trash. Irish was mint like, crap. It was gross. Really? Is CAO tobacco high end? Uh, yeah. I, I, no, I, I don't think so. Higher up. I would put it higher so? up than what I had. Yeah, mine Who was makes just that? Like, probably Sutliff? Uh, it was probably Sutliff, like old yeah. Sutliff blend or something. And then good, uh, I was like, this sucks. So then I went back down and like, I was like, uh, I got some Peterson tins, which were okay. And then I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. Like, I don't know what I want. So I went all the way back down to like Carter Hall and uh, uh, what was the other one? Just back to the basics. Half and half and stuff velvet. like that. Velvet? I, I like velvet, but I prefer half Love and half. Love velvet, dude. Yeah. Half and half is good, though. That's probably number one for me, I think, of the really? Kaiser blends. Half and half, yeah. Oh, yeah. Velvet's be, close. Yeah, I think second, though, for me. It's cheap. It's not very cheap anymore. No. Like and it's getting though. You're getting a smaller container for more money now with yeah. seven ounce little cups. Yeah. No, I oh, I saw that they started mm-hmm. doing seven ounce tins. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of weak. They got you, man. Right where they want you. Yeah, they don't got me. Luckily, I got enough. So yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got this uh, seven ounce can of half and half. That's gonna last me the next like seven years. Really. <laughs> I also kind of went through a lane one Q phase where I was just buying five pound bales of it. So I what? have, yeah, yeah, I really? have a five pound, I have a jar that just has, it's a big pickle jar that has like five pounds of one. How does that hold up to having it for so long? I haven't opened it in probably, I don't know, like seven years. Open it. Totally yeah, open it, smoke some. I'll, I'll grab it. I'm not going to smoke it right now. But. I'm bypassing these matches. I'm done. No, throw them away. Yeah, They're you, so freaking thin. You use like 20 of them. Yeah. What do you pay for well, they gave them to me, so... That's what I'm saying. You get shit. Yeah. Well, I'm smoking this half and half in a John Keller cob, and it smokes really hot. <laughs> really? Oh, so you're, which one are you smoking, Molto Doce? No, half and half. Oh, sorry. Misheard. Half and half's awesome. Half and half. I'm not getting a whole lot of flavor from it. It's hot. That's You gotta do Five Brothers, man. That's the difference. Like, you want real burly, real tasty burly with a fine shag, man. Mm. See, I don't. Maybe I don't like shags all that much because this is I, this is hard to keep lit, and I think I packed it too tight because I'm used to packing flakes. Why don't you start over? Maybe. Yeah, it's not. Smoking. Yeah. Like you know I'm what those uh, three, br- you guys, the like, five brothers. Uh, why are you using the, reminds the me of foggy crap on your screens look, I look what like are you I'm talking like, about we're trying to, like to trying to be eyes. cool with what are you trying to hide it's for when you need to hide your background on like i don't know how to change meeting. that they invented that because oh hey know, look at that women would be on like a zoom meeting and their like naked <laughs> husband would come out of the shower and back of them dude that's too funny because my my wife works from home i do that to her all the time yeah, dude. she has it blurred <laughs> out like that i was actually gonna say one behind you you have the the ultimate codger like garage right now it's the funny like for sure you are the embodiment of like <laughs> like the like the 
mid, like the cheese head, basically. <laughs> like, you are far. get off my lawn. You are get off my lawn. You've got the American <laughs> flag and you've got two yes. of, I, I, are those original chairs? Like those? They chairs? are. They're actual, Dude, the real ones. If I had all night, I'll tell you, they're not just any chairs. Um, one, one I got from my neighbor. They have kind of story behind some, most of them. Okay. But I've never went to the store and bought one. I bought one from, uh, I think a couple from a yard sale, but even those. Well, describe these chairs for those that can't see. Okay. I'll tell you what. There's a blue one behind me. This is the most interesting one of all. When I first moved into this neighborhood, I've been living in this neighborhood for 13 years. I used to walk my dog. He's gone now. I used to walk him every day, multiple times a day. And I seen this guy probably about a block away from me. Oh, sitting in his garage, the garage up, and his car was parked, and he'd be sitting in the empty spot beside his car, his car, sitting in that chair, right? Did smoke the pipe. Nice. And I walked by him probably a couple months. Finally, I said, I'm going to go over there and introduce myself to this guy. So I walked me and dog over there, started talking to him. He goes, yeah. He goes, I see you walk by at least, you know, two, three times a day with your dog. I said, oh. I said, well, I've seen you sitting out there. I said, I know you smoke a pipe. He goes, yeah. I said, how long have you been smoking a pipe? He goes, I'm 94 years old. I've been smoking a pipe since he was 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Totally blew me away. I was like, cool. I said, where do you get, uh, what do you smoke? And he goes, I, he smokes only house blends from Yulee's. He says, I've been smoking the same blend forever. He smoked like their house English. From Yulee's? Yeah. Well, he lived there forever by himself. He finally passed away. I'm walking by, I see no activity over there. And it's kind of sad because when I moved in here, there was a lot of old timers. And slowly but surely, they're all leaving us, you know? Yeah. Well, of course, he was gone. And then uh, I seen his kid outside, and he was patching up some concrete. And I explained to him how I met his dad and that I pipe smoked too. And he goes, yeah, yeah, my dad pipe smoked forever inside. He goes, I'm about 11 grand in on trying to get this house, the smoke, <laughs> uh, the smoke gone. He goes, oh, I can't uh, get rid of it. He goes, I got to sell it. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, uh, that chair hanging on the wall, your dad used to sit in there all the time and read the paper and smoke pipe. Uh, do you mind if I take it? And he goes, no, go ahead and take it. He goes, you can smoke your pipe in there. That's cool. And I bring it home. And, I, and I've used it multiple times. He's a cool, dude. That's, cool. That's too awesome. bad, man. I, yeah, because he seemed like he was by himself for a very long time. Yeah. You know, That's, and he it finally reminds left. Me, it totally, that chair reminds me of like, that's how you put it. Like he sits right beside it, right beside his yes. you know, car. He probably had like an old Buick or something. He's just yeah, sitting right there smoking his pipe in, in like, so this chair is a woven, like a, what would you call it? Like a polyester kind of weave or something. Yeah. Oh, nylon weave maybe or whatever. Nylon, yeah. yeah. Nylon weave with like an aluminum, you know, extruded frame. frame. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like the, the thing you think about when you see like a lawn chair, it's a freaking folding, folding lawn chair. It started out with that one, and then from there, I've been grabbing them here and there from uh, my neighbors that pass on and stuff. And uh, just collecting the yeah. old bogey's well, chairs. The thing is, yeah. like, I, I have a huge issue with modern lawn chairs, right? Have you seen these? You and me both. They, they they like accordion out kind. Yes, of from or uh, those are the worst. Man, I just threw oh a whole bunch God. of those away. Those are the worst. You sit on it and you got like they're not very comfortable. Yeah. and you're like sinking towards the middle. It's like a you're like double... sitting in a bag, like yeah, it's a compound it, yeah, hammock. It's... Yeah, but so they're exactly. meant to like be taking places, and now trunks of cars are half the size that they used to be. So you got to have a compact place. chair. 
Ah, screw I that. Guess. You can take those somewhere. If I need to sit down bad enough, I will take up the trunk space with a nice folding chair. Otherwise, I'll go sit on the ground like a normal person. Like, is it that bad <laughs> to sit up against a tree? Dude, you know? These chairs, I have had them for like the 4th of July. I went down to the village with oh, my yeah. wife. I put, I got a freaking a cart from Sears that's a collapsible cart. I don't collect, you know, fold the two chairs under my cooler and uh, rolled it all the way to our spot to watch the fireworks. It was great, dude. I had a bungee cord holding everything on. I might have looked like a, yeah, it totally was America, man. You got to have a cart, dude. Oh, yeah. Unless you want it. Those chairs are pretty light, though, too. You can put them, put your, your arm through them, hang them on your shoulder. Dude, they're super. You could carry, yeah. like, two of those and drag a cooler. Like, you'd be fine. That's not that bad. Or you could sit on the cooler. Or you could sit on the cooler. Yeah. Or have you seen these rideable coolers where it's like a yes, little electric dog cart and you can sit on them? <laughs> it's <bad>. funny. <laughs> I've seen, uh, did you ever see the souped-up ones with, like, a yeah, bar stool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legit motor and stuff. Hell, yeah. On a cooler? Yeah, uh, that wasn't a cooler. I just seen the bar stool with the motor on it. Like, that was a oh, funny. Yeah, I had a friend in high school whose dad raced lawnmowers. That looks that's, fun, man. I've seen they would like, video. You know, that's like the most redneck shit ever. I can't get into that. If they, did it, was it on a dirt track? Yeah, they had a dirt track in their really? backyard, and I oh. guess they tweaked the transmission on them so they could actually go more than like five miles an hour, and they were souping them up and racing lawnmowers. Well, cool. you know damn well when you're on one, a regular one, you wish it was souped up and fast, but... Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. I, you gotta, I gotta go. replace the starter on mine. Yeah? Because the last two times I mowed the lawn, I used the push mower, and that's cool. I got, like, a two and a half mile walk-in. Oh, okay. It, so that's cool. This is how, this is how I, I look at it. How long does it take you to do it, a push mower? Like 45 minutes. Okay, under an hour, then you're good. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, it's uh, not a big deal. I think Juan, you've got a huge lawn, right? Yeah, it's way uh, more than I bargained for. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I got a half an acre, so it's not super unmanageable. This is manageable, but I don't want to manage it. You know, it's a lot of work. But see, my my lawn takes literally three minutes to mow. I don't have three minutes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a big lawn anymore. We we used to when we moved in. We had a I don't know maybe like a. I don't know. What would you like a tenth of an acre just lawn? I don't know how big that is, but it was pretty big um, for a lawn. But for I, where I, you're I mowed, at, I mowed that for where, for where I'm at. I got a gigantic yard, and my yard's only like a fifth of an acre. It's not very big. Most people do have don't a lot have of backyards here. Yeah, do you have a lot of natural grass that grows? Uh, no, no. It's like uh, it's like we had to put down sod. Oh really? And it sucks. It's a it's a terrible lawn. It it the the New Balance wearing khaki yeah. short dad in me is like embarrassed with my lawn. But when you have really? kids and dogs and like all kinds of crazy, you can't you don't get a nice lawn. It doesn't work. Yeah, like you'll have plenty of time later in life for that, man. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. I want a nice lawn though. I started nice lawns are nice, man. Yeah. Throwing some extra grass seed in there too. I used to have a killer lawn. Like it was like the deepest greenish blue. It was lush. Oh, it was lush. Oh, you could man. like wave your hand over the top of it and it would ever so lightly tickle. Is it dark know. green? Oh yeah. Super dark green. Oh. I, had, I had a badass lawn before. And then, uh, my dogs, <coughs> the dog that's my brother's dog, who's with me this weekend, 
just shreds it. Like they just destroy the lawn. Did you ever get a lawn treatment or treated? Dude, I have a guy. I'm embarrassed to say this because I just. You have a guy. I have a guy. That a lawn treatment guy? Twice a year. And yeah. he aerates it because we have a sure. lot of clay here, like a lot of clay. So uh, he comes, aerates it, fertilizes, reseeds, and topsoil twice a year. Nice. And it's, so it's, it's got to look good. No, it looks good for like a little bit once everything starts sprouting. And, you know, if you fence it off and no one's allowed on it for like a month, <clears throat> it looks badass. But then as soon as like you lay down a freaking uh, baby blanket so the kid can crawl around on the lawn or, you know, we have gophers. Do we have gophers like you wouldn't believe these things are like menaces like they're. I have so one here in Montana, we have rock chucks, and they're like the size of chickens. Jesus, he pops rock up. Rock chucks, what's that? Every day. What's a rock chuck? Is that a rodent? Yeah, it's like a gopher that lives in rocks, and they're like the size <laughs> of a freaking chicken. Is that what they call them, rock chicks? Is that what like you said? Rock chuck. Like a rock chuck? Whoa. I don't Sounds know what they're actually called. Chuck. I don't know what they're actually called. That's just what I've Is always it like grown up calling like a ground squirrel? I don't understand. They, it looks like a mix between... A beaver without the flappy tail. That's a gopher, dude. And a gopher. Yeah, except like 10 times the size of a normal gopher. Oh, yeah. I Like bigger than your dog. I'm having some like caddyshack issues with this one because like he pops his head out in the middle of the day and he'll like check shit out. Like he's not scared. It's weird. Do they do damage? Like structural damage? They they dragged a bunch of base rock out from underneath the concrete. Right, so they'll move yeah. dirt around throughout the holes and stuff. And he dragged a bunch of base rock up, and there was like maybe I don't know, like a five-gallon bucket of base rock just chilling on top of my lawn one day. Because I'll push good. it all out. That's not good for the concrete. But oh. uh, no, there's I have about fifteen or twenty holes. Because what I would do is I would either throw a hose down it to flush them out, or I would uh, what I do. I did some other stuff. I put some traps in there, couldn't catch them, and then. Uh, I was one day I was just like, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna grab the pellet gun and just hang back, wait for him to pop out of the hole. You know, just pop him. I'm sick of it. Like he's he's my whole front that yard. That sounds is like just the funnest option for sure. Trash. My front yard's trashed. Like you So step, did you get him? No, no, I still can't get him, man. Oh, he man. he left though. It's whenever you know what it is, is whenever he they left. start doing construction. Sure. Scare him away. They all end up coming to my yard. Like I get this problem every year because they start the construction. You should probably consult the. Pro- uh, you should probably consult the professional, dude. I should. I know. Yeah. I caught. I caught three already in the past like six months. Use some uh, rodenticide. Yeah, I don't like using poisons in my yard, man. Why? It's not going to do anything to anything else. I don't have a gigantic. I'm just kidding. That you could. It could easily get secondary poisoning, dude. It's yeah. one thing you may not know about me. I uh, was in pest management for. Probably seven years. I can see that. Yeah, it was pretty fun, man. Yeah. Worked in the core in Milwaukee, and I seen so much crazy stuff, dude. In I pest can't... management? Yes, because... Uh, What's the biggest rat you extracted? Oh, probably about a foot long, and then another foot long <laughs> for the tail. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. I used to go to a lot of dangerous places, and uh, I st- some, some of them I'd start at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'd be underneath the roads in the oldest part of Milwaukee, and... You'd run into like homeless people and stuff sleeping on down in these basements of these high rise buildings and stuff. 
go into the room and you could smell the dead rodents before I even was anywhere near it. And then I had to fish them out and just threw them in a dumpster outside. But yeah. I ended up working for the city and then I was doing like uh, government housing. And that's where I really seen the, probably the craziest of the craziest, man. Because the people just, they, it's a bad situation most of them are in. So they do, they have, they make a lot of bad decisions and stuff, but it's, it really opens up your eyes a little bit to what's going on out there. And then you go home and it's, yeah, I worked in something kind of like that. I worked in the weatherization program for the state of Idaho. Oh, really? And we would go in and weatherize houses and it was completely zero cost to the customers. And so we'd go in, they'd know we're coming. So they'd like bust out all their windows a couple days before. To get new the, windows? Yeah, because we'd buy new oh, windows. Yeah. I don't see a, why you'd have to bust them out, but... I don't know. They also... A, it was the kind of place... Thing. Yeah, it was a freebie thing for it's sure. Game, man. We guess. would... Dude, we would put like eight or $9,000 worth of stuff into a trailer that should be hauled away. Really? Yeah, they yeah. they have a program out here like that for PG&E where they'll come and weatherize your house if you fall into a particular category. And they'll put in like insulation. Usually it's like, you know, like old people and stuff that just have no money uh and they can qualify for it to keep their PG&E costs low. But um I did want to say on the the gopher subject, the Maccabee gopher trap, the one that like everyone all over the world uses, is it like was, a little cage trap? It's so it's like uh, it has these like prongs, mm-hmm. and when they when the uh, when the steps on a panel goes past the they push the panel when they sure. push the panel the prongs come up behind them and, and get them right in the okay on the guts. Well, it it's uh, it's, it's pretty wow cool. really yeah yeah but it's okay it's I'm nice about to YouTube that because it sounds crazy yeah look it up the Maccabee Gopher Trap it's actually was invented down the street from me in Los Gatos and huh. all of them. Since the invention of the of the gopher trap, uh, all of them were made in Los Gatos until I think about five years ago when the Chinese market started copying them and they had to have them made in China to compete with the price. Oh, wow. Weird, right? Really? So, Are either one of you drinking? I am. Not yet. I got... Dude, I've got two steaks that are in sous vide right now, and I'm oh. probably gonna have that shit later. I barbecued last night, did some sausages and uh, burgers. It's good. Yeah, dude. Real quick. I'm drinking a New England style pale ale. Really? From Kettle House in Missoula. That sounds good. It's delightful. I recently discovered that I like New England style IPAs. I do they're, too. They're a little like sweeter, them. maybe a little fruitier. Fruitier, yeah. And I like pale ales because they're a little less of the hoppiness. They're a little less yeah. bitter. So this is a this is fantastic. I like it all. If it's pale or it's ale, I'm good for it. I don't know. I kind of stay away from like uh, stouts and stuff like that. I used to drink those, but it's got to really be something extraordinary for me to even like consider. The Island bourbon. Ah. Uh, you're going to have a super extraordinary kinda, drink, but you're going to love half and half. Yeah, I don't know why everyone talks about the damn Goose Island ones. Like, what did you do with your half and half? Oh, I stopped smoking it. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't getting anything yes, out of it, man. man. It was just... I'm highly disappointed I'll try it again. you. I'll try it again. I'm lighting it up. But yeah, the Goose Island... I think that's the one, right? The no, this pipe just stout sucks. I'm going to get a pipe. Is it Goose Island? 
The one that people line up for? Yeah. They used they have like their little uh I don't want to say anniversary ones, but uh what would you call that? The annuals, I guess. Shit. Yeah, limited yeah, like, editions. I Seasonal? had one. I, yes. Dude, they are so damn rich. Like I can't they're not satisfying to drink. You drink it, and you're just like, ugh. Like it's too it's too much. Is know? it boozy? Like, does it taste like? Oh, it's super boozy. It's like is I it? think it's like 11 uh, or something. Like, all right, half it's... and half, number two. Yes, take two, half and half. I think it's Goose Island, right? Am I? Now he loves it. On that? I think it is Goose Island because uh, they do that up here when it comes out to liquor store. There'll be people waiting in line for Goose Island on Black Friday. I just don't see it. Man. I never like, had. I don't. I don't see why everyone likes it. It's. Uh, I've never had it, but I have no desire to either. It's not. I a think bad I'll. Beer. I probably won't appreciate it. I've had um, a lot of uh, stouts with bourbon in them already, and they kind of all on the same lines, you know? Not a stout. I mean, like, I I should place this caveat. I love Guinness, right? Because I love Guinness is like its own category, though. Yeah, I like a Guinness, too. thing, you know? Um, I've I've had other Irish stouts, and they're not like Guinness. Guinness is its own thing, like... Totally. So I, I dig that. And I, I don't like, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, not, a, not a stout, but it's a, what's the other dark one? Why am I blanking on this? Porter? Porter. Porter. Not a big Porter guy either. No. I, I used to be. I, I don't used do to be a lot too. of dark beers anymore though. I think a lot of people who drink craft beer, I think they start there. Yeah. You know, cause you see this beer, it looks dark and menacing and, Got to try it, man. You know? So I wonder if there's a correlation between the transition between like drinking a light beer to trying craft beer and it being porters, and then you get into something that's a little more refined and has different elements to it, rather yeah. than just being this big stout, big power. And it's yeah. kind of like that with pipes, really. I mean, a lot of people do the light aromatic stuff, then they usually go to Latakia, which is just big and heavy, yeah. Yeah. and then you kind of progress from there into something a little more refined you hit the nail on the head man because that's exactly what happened to me i started with the aromatic and a cob then i wanted something that was like a cigar so i went yeah. and started smoking tons of, that's the thing if i could go back now to when i started smoking pipes i collected too much uh english tobacco and now if i smoke it 10 years later it's like it's not much different man and, you know if anything it's lost the smoky part which i'd like yeah, I've got a lot of English in my cellar, too. Yeah. I'm kind of starting to, well, I have more I'm, Virginias and stuff that I like now, but. Yeah, I'm about starting to get about 50-50 with, like, Virginias. And with Burley, I really don't try to age a lot of that because it really doesn't, it's just doesn't good right out of tin whenever, man. <laughs> it stays the same forever. It's not going to do anything, so. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, this tastes a lot better than this Briar. Oh, man. I was but it's still kind of hot. I might just I not know. be used to how to smoke it, though, because I'm not used to this fine of a cut. You know, it's it's funny you guys mentioned the whole, it's almost like a nose blindness. Like, after a while, you just don't notice the same nuances of shit. It's kind of like when you're a kid sure. and you and you had you smoked a cigarette. And, like, then later in life, like, you know that you'll never, ever, like, taste or smell tobacco in that same fashion, you know? Like, it's totally different now because... At the time, you were like unsullied, right? You would never had tobacco. And then you have a cigarette and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. It has this weird flavor. And you'll never get that flavor back. Same way with beer. Like, I think it was like one of the first, I think I had a Sierra Nevada pale ale when I was like 
15 or 14 or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, this is so bitter. I can barely drink it. And now I'm like drinking double IPAs that, <laughs> that are like fucking eight times the IBUs. And I'm just like, just drinking them like they're water, like no big deal. I've never understood the IBU part of it. Is that the alcohol content or is that something it's, else? It's internet. I believe uh, Eric's going to kill us if we get it wrong, but I believe it's international bitter units or something like that. Really? Like Scoville's here. It's yeah, kind of like that. Scoville just, scale it tells you how bitter it is, which I I don't really agree uh, with it because I've had yeah. some ales that are like like fucking eighty, and you're like, that's crazy, man. That's gonna like your face is gonna implode or something, and then you drink it, and you're like, it's not that bitter. So this uh, New England style pale ale I'm drinking is twenty IBUs, yeah, and five point five percent alcohol. What's the scale? One. Uh, I don't think there's a. Top is twenty end. good? I think it's I think it's like Scoville. I think it's just open-ended but mm, like 20 know. 20 would be pretty low like is uh, it bitter i mean it's not like ipa bitter it's pale ale bitter sure so Man, i could go for a beer dude but i don't have any sierra no nevada moves. you don't have any uh, beer no it's like 40 i think i'm out i should have stopped it, on a way home from work what's the ibus of dogfish head ipa i wonder which one the 60 or the 90 Ooh, 90 i'm gonna look this up I was just going to look it up, but you can do it. I'll trust you. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just I stick with pale ales and then uh, like English bitters. I like ESBs and stuff. That's got to be my favorite. I used to brew one that was probably my favorite, all-time favorite beer. And uh, Holy like shit. A, 90 uh, IBUs. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bitter. Compared oh. to what I'm drinking now at 20, damn. Um, it was like a farmhouse ale, like four and a half percent, super light session beer, but it just had this like really cool, like crackery, almost like graham crackery sort of flavor. It was just really like mellow. So it'd go perfect with a Newminster 400. Well, on the flip side though, I, I had a, I forget what brand it was. I forget who the maker was, whatever. I had this like crazy, crazy bitter beer. It was like a triple IPA, some stupid amount of hops. And the guy told me to eat it with olives, like to drink it and eat some olives. And I was eating these olives and these olives tasted like sugar. What? Because it was so, the beer was so bitter that the oh olives God. actually tasted like sweet. Hey, that's crazy. You, okay. You like your share of craft beers. Everybody does, right? Yeah. When you, when you go back and drink like a Miller Lite or something or a Bud or whatever, what do you think? Uh, if it's a cool, I actually don't mind Coors Light for what it is like i'll drink sure. a coors light when it's hot here um or maybe like a blue ribbon i don't know pbr or something like i don't mind that i love pbr it's a little too sweet for me but i i, coors I like the pbr good. too it's good pbr earlier i actually had a, Mc, a michelob ultra really? pure gold those are trash don't drink them <laughs> it was like i, I was drinking had one i was like no. drinking flavored water it was fine. No, that's, that's what I'm drinking right now. It was is a flavored water, which reminds me of like Miller Lite. Very little flavor, a lot of carbonation. What flavor? What flavored water are you drinking? I've I'm drinking a, per, Perrier. I love the Lacroix flavor. though. That's it's a pamplemousse. You know, gotta have the pamplemousse. I have Perrier lime <laughs> lime flavored. It's good. I don't mind Perrier. I'm gonna chug another beer. Fan of mineral waters. <laughs> I like mineral waters a lot. I've been uh, drinking these Lacroix and then. Polar. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. It's it's kind of a generic. I haven't tried Polar before. No, it's I, okay. My, my we had one called like, Bubbly 
that Bubbly's yeah, actually that's has a, that's a caffeine. Yeah, that is Target. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's my requirement. My wife loves to go to Target, so I say pick me up a you know pack of bubbly water. I drink carbonated water though almost more than like still water, just on a regular sure. basis. I'll have like four or five of those a day. I like just the carbonated water while I smoke because it kind of scours my tongue a little bit, you know, and cleans it off. And then <laughs> scours your more. tongue. Yeah, for real, man. Nice and carbonated. Get those scrubbing bubbles in there. Yeah, scrubbing bubbles. Take that. Uh, Got to scrub off the half and half. Take that golden extra off. Oh, this so, is really good, though. So everyone sees you usually underground in, like, deep concrete-lined yeah. pits and stuff. What is yeah. it exactly that you do? That's funny because... I, we had a huge project today, and there was multiple of my colleagues working inside of a wet, dark, cold pit. Ugh. And uh, I got to be top, man. So all I did was hand tools down and stuff today. But usually I'm down there, but we had enough people today. So what is it that I do? I've been working. I'm, I got a municipal job. I work for a city. And I got a job at the water treatment plant years ago. I I applied there for a custodial position, right? Mm -hmm. This was when I was going, I was trying to find something what to do, man. I was working in pest management, but I was always trying, trying to find something else, you know, because it was cool, but I worked in some dangerous areas. So I applied at this municipal job for a custodian position. doesn't work out. No big deal. I still got a job. Go back to my job. Yeah. A, a year later, dude calls me up and says, come down here if you're still looking for a job. Sorry, man. So I go down there, start talking to him. He goes, can you start? Soon, so yeah, I'll start. So I started working there as a custodian. A year later, some dude retires and they asked me, hey, you think you can run this treatment plant? I said, sure. Taught me how to do it, and I've been doing it ever since, dude. Nice. And it's, I'm going on 14 years. <laughs> it's fun. It's badass, man. Most of the stuff I do is uh, control room stuff, but that's boring, man. I just kind of sit there and monitor a lot of yeah, monitor stuff. And, uh, but uh, when I'm on a maintenance crew shift, which I did today, it's more hands-on stuff, you know. That's so, what the most of the stuff I posted are pictures of, like equipment and maintenance. That's what I'm doing maintenance on. I mean, some of the some of the pumps and the tooling stuff that you've got—they're massive, there are dude. Pretty, yeah. pretty big. Yeah, like, massive pumps, man. Yeah. So There's is that pumping? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Ask me a question, dude. Yeah. Are you what, are you basically you treating water before you pump it out to Michigan, or no? I'm on uh, the filtration side because uh we have a wastewater plant that's right down a mile, like a mile south or a mile gotcha. north of us yeah uh we filter we're sucking it in we have a, a quarter mile pipe out to lake michigan because you can't suck it in off the shore because there's too much garbage and trash and stuff yeah. so the pipe's got to be far it's intake and that sucks that blows it all all the way up to the plant where it gets purified and filtered and then people can consume it Gotcha. In, so you're you know. filtering out of Lake Michigan. You're not yeah. cleaning before it goes back. No, that would be back. wastewater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No way. Well, yeah, we just take out all yes, the impurities. Would, but eventually, but, it would get cleaned and pumped back into the lake, wouldn't it? Um. Yes and no. No, I'm gonna where, say no. Where else would you? Where else would you pump? They take a lot of the stuff out of it in wastewater, um, like yeah. trash wise. And then they treat it with chlorine if it's got too much bacteria in it, and then gotcha. they send it out, send it back out. It's a vicious cycle because oh, it's okay. So they cycle it back out into the yeah into the system. But okay. there are parameters they have to meet before they can throw it back in the lake. Gotcha. It's got to be like no chemicals and shit. They do the okay. same thing here. We've got a we've got a big treatment plant. 
It's interesting. It used to work be called though. the sewer lagoons because it would, when it was a hot day, it freaking reeked Ugh. for yeah. years. But they've they've got that figured out now. They, you know, there's a big levy on our taxes, and that's they said was going to just be temporary, but that was like nine years ago. Do you it's a, do either one of you have city water? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Really? We're right in the middle of town. Yeah, we Where get city get water. In fact, from? What, what's that? Where do they get it from? Uh, well, we have reservoirs here, so like we've got a reservoir, literally like again walking distance from my house. Uh, shitty fishing though, so I just I don't go up there anymore because it's either you catch gigantic native bass, like huge bass, huge huge bass, like monsters, or you don't catch a damn thing. Like there's they don't they don't stock any waterways here anymore in California. In the Bay Area, at least, like they, I think there's like one pond that they stock with like bluegill for kids and stuff once in a while. But that was the they, first fish I ever caught was a bluegill. I love bluegills, man. Bluegill is my favorite, favorite fish to catch. Like mm-hmm. favorite off of like the most ultralight tenkara rod. Oh, totally. So I got a Saint Croix ultralight, man. It's I love fishing for bluegill with them. It's good. Yeah, a little two pound rod, like Heck yeah, man. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. I don't like fishing for big stuff anymore. Like I used to love like uh what was it? The uh what are those big suckers? The they're like bottom feeders. Catfish? Not catfish. It's it's like um I keep Asian carp? Carp, yeah. So we have really? a ton of carp here. Yeah, we got monster carp. Like three foot long carp, huge. You don't have any of those Asian carp, do you? Probably like giant goldfish. <laughs> Actually, I think that's yeah, what they are. That's a huge problem because uh, yeah. they had to build some electric barriers in Chicago so they wouldn't get to the Great Lakes. Yeah, because they would completely issue. devastate the. Because in uh, Chicago they had tons of carp. Um, people were releasing them, and they were in a river, and the river yeah. spills out in Lake Michigan, I guess, or they could be a gateway for them. And they said they would completely devastate the ecosystem in Lake Michigan if they made it in there. You're talking about like koi, though, right? Um, they're called here. They call them Asian carp. And then eventually it stopped calling them that, but I think they call them, that's what they are. They're, uh, okay. what do they call it when they introduce a species that's not supposed to be here? Yeah. Invasive. Invasive. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, uh, I found all kinds of weird shit in the Creek, man. I've caught, I've caught uh, giant goldfish before I've caught like actual goldfish that someone like, you know, let go. And really the weird, yeah, with goldfish, they're weird. Cause they will get like eight inches across like a little tiny feeder goldfish. Yeah. Like a pet store goldfish. Huge. Yeah. Well, they grow to their oh. environment, right? It's yes to a certain extent, but like I've seen koi in there. I've seen, uh, man, I saw a blue crawdad one time that someone had to have put in there. That was pretty weird. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, there's all kinds of weird shit that ends up in that Creek. It used to be like a real nice Creek to fish and you could fish all along it, but now there's like, they don't stock it. So there's nothing for the bass to eat, you know? That's the thing. Uh, there's been other things that have already affected the ecosystem in Lake Michigan. They used to have tons of, uh, alewives, which were these little silver fish and somebody bring in some type of, uh, coaga mussels, like uh, zebra mussels, they call them. Yeah, and they spread all over Lake Michigan, ate all the food that they always eat, and now there's none left. Yep. Yeah, that's Crazy. a big thing Super here is making bad. sure that there's no invasive mussels or anything on your boats. Mm-hmm. They want you to. It was this big campaign for a while. They had was it? Yeah, they had uh, 
like if you worked for the tribe and you wanted to get paid $20 an hour to sit in a tent and check people's boats, they'd have like six people doing that at the same really? station. I'd do that. It was crazy. That's not a bad job. Making sure that they did had... Did they have that much boat traffic? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're right... We live Flathead right on the lake. Gigantic. Flathead's huge, dude. It's Flathead huge. Lake is the largest freshwater... Flat, largest natural freshwater body lake. of lake. Yeah. <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. Body of water. Exactly. Yeah. West it's natural. It's freshwater. It's the largest this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Michigan is, is Lake Michigan fresh? Yes. It's not brackish <coughs> at all? Oh, uh, no. Oh, interesting. I just thought it was. It's massive. It's pretty yeah. big. Yeah, Flathead's yeah. fucking huge. Like, it's, it's a big ass. Like lake. 22 or 23 miles long. Yeah. And it's like 18 wide at its widest point. It's crazy. I mean, that's not that's not something you could compare to Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan's like enormous, but it's like a like a it is. It's. Almost. It does. It looks like a ocean or whatever. You know, you can't see across it. So, what are you smoking now? I'm smoking a uh, half of a bandito I had sitting in this ashtray over here. So, do you prefer banditos or cheroots? Because I know Chris likes cheroots. Maybe you guys I, can educate everybody yeah, on the difference. Okay, they're different. They are different. The banditos. I've smoked both, and I've smoked a lot of both. But I think I can say that I probably smoked more Banditos than Kentucky Cheroots only because I have more. And uh, I kind of like the Kentucky Cheroot when I can enjoy it and sit down and have a beer with it and stuff, you know, whereas Bandito, I can do yeah. multiple things and just kind of have it hanging. So what's the flavor, what's the flavor profile differences here? Ooh, um, Kentucky Cheroots are, uh, earthier and they got that uh the smoke yeah. and uh a little sweeter too i think They're, kentucky cheroots are something i never had anything i've smoked many like knockoff kentucky cheroots yeah and they get close you'll pick up a, a little bit of a flavor here and there that reminds you of a kentucky cheroot you know yeah. hmm. banditos is nothing like it this is more like a traditional cigar you know with spice a little sweetness so my buddy came into my shop I think it was maybe six months ago. And I, uh, I was like, oh, you got to try these cigars. And instinctively, he just picks it up, cuts it in half, and then lights it up. I'm like, why'd you do oh. that? He's like, well, that's, that way I have half for later. I was like, now I get why the, the Italians do that. Like, that's perfect, smoke, though. You don't smoke a whole one. You smoke half of one. Half you a shroot. Aren't shroots like four inches long? Yeah, but the draw on these damn things is so tight that cutting it in half actually helps burn. On the shroot or the bandito? No, the bandito's Kentucky shroot. the whole thing. Bandito's yeah. is like, the way that it's rolled is like a traditional factory rolled cigar, right? Okay. Like it's, you know, short. Actually, it might even be long filler, is it? It's like a mix. I've had a couple that I dissected and yeah. you'll get some longer chunks and then smaller pieces. You know? Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, but the, the, the draw on the bandito's is actually really good. Yeah, it's the, just the, the cheroots. They literally just like it's like they rolled some leaves up and just tossed it in a box. Like it's they're so tight. Okay, yeah, the cheroots they're hideous. Okay, I'll come on and say it. They're, they're yeah, fucking the hideous, is dude. Garbage, but they, they look like twigs, good. you know. Yeah, but I will say this in their defense, they have improved a lot because now I can smoke whole ones 
without any problems, man. As really? before, you're right, man. You just have to cut them in half, and they I'm work have great to like buy that. Another box then. If, if so, is there a is there a certain brand? Like I'm on, I'm looking up cheroots right now. Maybe Avanti. Kentucky cheroots. They're made yeah. by uh, Avanti's. Is Avanti? Yeah. They yeah, got a funny. Uh, did you ever go on YouTube and see how they make those? No. With that big machine, it's like a this no. big. Yeah, you got to find it. It's excellent viewing. I highly recommend it. When you see how they're made, it's like, well, no shit, none of them freaking draw, and they're so wet. What? But, you know what the title was? It does, does uh, it say like Kentucky Cheroot. Just look up like Avanti and then Kentucky Cheroot. That's a great video. But they have gone up. But they used to be like sixty bucks a box. I think they're over oh, seventy the, now. Is this the tour the guy took? Um, it might be. The thumbnail should be the machine though, because where do you buy them from? Uh, online retailers, I guess. Pipes yeah, and cigars. They're, they're available pretty much everywhere. Because on you Avanti, can get them right from Avanti. Avanti cigar, it's seventy six fifty a box. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. So you'd cut but, one of those in half and then smoke it. Yes. The only thing I don't like about that is you kind of waste more because now you're you're lipping, you know, an inch off each end. Yeah. Whereas if you smoke the whole thing, you're only an inch off the end, you know, that's true. half inch, whatever. But I found that out in the summertime. I started grabbing whole ones and just, I would test draw them first, you know. If it was impossible, I wasn't even going to try it. But if I felt like I got a good draw, I would light it up. Because there's nothing more enjoyable, man. That's a good little cigar. You have never smoked oh, one, Sean? That is. I'm looking them up right now. No, I haven't, actually. Really? That's, what, dude, what a weird machine. Yeah, so is that got something? Pipes and Cigars has Kentucky Cheroots. Oh, so Seventy four ninety nine for a box of fifty or pack of forty is sixty three ninety nine. What's a five pack? Eight bucks. Well, the it doesn't look like these guys actually sell a five pack. They come in like a little hard or four pack. It is. There's only four in there. I'm not even seeing them. Here's some Avanti original. It kind That's of makes not, me it's... not want to smoke them anymore, dude. Like, aren't they? They're just it's disgustingly wet, dude. man. It's they're disgusting. soaked. <laughs> huh. And they're like, you guys need to look this up. So the title, yeah. of, the title of it's Avanti Cigar Company Factory Tour. JR Cigars did this, and um, it's a great video. Oh, it's a great video to see how the mm-hmm. machine works. But like, yeah. man, they're just little sugar-coated turds, aren't they? Pretty much. They must take huh. a month to dry. They're so wet, you know. Just gotta pop them in the microwave. The, what I like about them, though, Never is they are, they are like the spaghetti western cigar, right? Yeah. You can put a, a handful of them in like a glass jar and put it on your table or your desk or something, and they look cool. The other cool thing is is they don't dry out. Like, they're already so dry that they're, it's not like you're ruining the cigar by letting it no. sit out for a while. Like, I swear, man, when I smoke one of those, I can almost taste like, and it's funny... Like you're at the frickin' farm or barn where that stuff came from. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very atmospherical. Like you just Then I watched that video and I was like, Whoa, look at all that stuff all over that machine. Shit. Hundred hundred and fifty years glue and trash and glue. That's crazy. Tobacco juice. But I wonder if they use a certain type of glue, let's say, to bind everything together. Kind of like it's like food grade. It's like frosting (laughs) that they water down. Like it's just sugar. Okay, um, 
Interesting. Have you ever smoked anything from Drew Estate, like the Legal Line or the Undercrowns yeah. or anything? Yeah. I haven't smoked okay. any of their cigars. No? How about, do you ever smoke any factory smokes? That's another one of the cheap cigars I love to smoke. No. I Honestly, I don't really no? smoke cigars oh, that much. Gosh. Yeah, I love the okay. I have a few here and there, but I don't. I, I don't smoke. ever have the time to sit down and dedicate 45 minutes to an hour to something. And I, I well, usually get bored. Let me give you some time. advice, Sean. You should find some time and make some time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your kids Anyways, are grown, man. Yeah. Our, our kids are still little. We got we to gotta compensate. Well, you can still do. I mean, it's, you can do both, man. Yeah. Well, so now I got to get my lawnmower going, my rider, so I can yeah. smoke a cheroot on the lawnmower and not have oh. to worry about pushing it with your pbr with my it's pbr i got a ritual. cup holder yeah make it a ritual man that's what i do all right yeah. all right i picked Maybe up my neighbor's that. lawn so when i do mine i do my neighbors i got some seniors living next door and they just nominated me to be their la- landscaper so i help them out you know and that's cool i do it on the same day and it works out there's a mexican joke in there somewhere but i'm not gonna bring it i Dude, it's funny. It's funny you should see that. Old one. racist ass people, man. Like, no, that guy's Mexican. You can you cut my lawn? That's what I'm saying, but I didn't want to say that. But that's what my wife laughs about it too. Man. She's like, "Oh, you're gonna." They just assumed that you knew what, that you wanted to cut their lawn. Hey, I'm like, yeah. We just feel like you have the expertise for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I will say, I will say, I don't think I've seen with the exception of maybe one company and they're technically like landscapers, like they do like rock work and stuff. I mean, it's, it, it is, there's a reason that's a stereotype. Like honestly, they're all I, totally is, man. I can't do as good of a job in my yard as, as my guy does, you know, and he does a killer job and he's here for 15 freaking minutes. I would be here for like out in the yard for like a day and a half doing my yard in the fall. And I would I would be sick for a week afterwards with all the freaking pollen and stuff. See, I'm I'm torn because I would love for someone to come and cut my lawn for me in the summertime, but then but you'd I still make, be mowing the neighbor's lawn. Yeah, <laughs> I do mine. Dude, make your kids designated do it. day. You know, make your kids um, do it. There is no kids around here to do that. Man, they're all lazy, dude. I wish. Hey, you want to make some money? Got to do put in some work. I just bought a zero turn last year, so I got to cut the grass uh, until I'm dead here, dude. Yeah, you're. Otherwise, oh, you my wife's gonna have me. If I had a zero turn, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be bitching. <laughs> You'd have a zero turn for your seven by eight would, feet dude, worth. Of You'd be done in lawn. twenty seconds. Yeah. I wish I had a lawn that required a ride-on mower. You, Chris, place. would start it up, press forward, shut it off, do a circle, <laughs> and then go have a beer. Yeah. That'd yeah. be it. <laughs> he wouldn't even need to turn. You That's know, the reward, do, man. You could you could do some redneck ingenuity, and you you uh, you hammer a stake down in the middle of your lawn and tie a rope to your right on mower and it just goes in circles. Have you yeah. seen this? I've seen that with like uh It works. Like it's like an the push thing. mowers. So yeah. ne- push neither mower, one of yeah. you have had the satisfaction of cutting your lawn and then you when you're done you pull out the chair, sit down and then sit there and look at it. Oh, I, oh, I do that all the time. It. All the time. Yeah, yeah like this awesome. last week when it wasn't 50 mile an hour winds and 20 degrees. We had our fourth fake spring. Because we always have fake springs here yeah. where it's like all of a yeah, sudden we got them too. 65 yeah. degrees and amazing. And then two days later, it's we got snow. We're like, what the hell? Yeah, I did that the other day, man. I was, I actually got in my freaking hot tub afterwards and was looking at my lawn and, and looking at it. it. Oh, oh, yeah. See, that's perfect. Oh, it was That's great. the reward, man. Yeah, I great. just, most of my yard is like, 
let's see, I got concrete. I have a little bit of grass. I have decomposed granite on the upper level with like all like the play structure. And Chris everything. has turf. And then, really? uh, and then I have like an entirely separate part of the yard. That's like a garden and a pond. So like when I, when I get done with my pond, like I did all my pond maintenance this year and I just sat there and I was just like, God, that's real nice. Like even in a, like a, almost a Minnesotan voice, you know, God, that's real. That's real <laughs> swell. Like that's how I think of it in my head. man. That's like, swell. You said I got done doing my pond maintenance. Pond, man, pond maintenance. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done pond maintenance, man. You should put either. it in a pond. You got room for it. Be cool. I don't want a pond, man. I've seen Not, uh I don't mean like a little I've pond. Seen, I mean like a pond. He pond manages enough water at work. Yeah, and I got enough water trickling through my backyard right now. It's been raining for hours here. Oh. It's gonna be a pond back there. It probably is right now. Gets pretty yeah. wet back there. Nah, my pond is my thing, man. Like if I Yeah, fishing like it all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got uh, Chinese goldfish like Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've seen people who have that and it is yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. It it's a it's an element. Actually, what I'm thinking of doing back there because it's all you know decomposed granite. And I had the chickens last year, and they just like nuked the entire area because that was their area. And uh, so now my dirt is really awesome. Like I have like black dirt from all the chicken poop being in it. Yeah. Uh, hey, man. But they ate everything. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm looking at Sean. Tell me what you're thinking right now. I want to, or tell me what you were yeah. thinking so, like three seconds ago. I'm going to challenge myself to smoke nothing but half and half for the next two or three days. Oh, is that what you're thinking about? I was, yeah. I was just going to tell you that. Because I, I keep picking this thought, up. Man. I keep picking Smoking this that. up, and it's pretty damn good. Like, at first, I didn't like it for the fact that the the cut was so different than I'm normally sure. having. Like, I'm, I've got a flake usually, and I lightly crumble them, stuff it in there, and then I'm good to go. And I can smoke that for, like, 45 minutes. This is burning way faster, obviously, because it's a fine cut. But there's something awesome about the simplicity of the flavor. Yeah. It's like, it's simple. it's yes. buttery, kind of. I pick. I don't know what that is in there. That car, What do they call that? Cardamom? Cardamom or cardamon? Yeah. What is that it's supposed like to be? The spice, the actual spice. Yes, cardamom? that's what's that's there's what I read in a lot in of reviews for this. Yeah. Huh. I don't think the, there's actual spice in it. Oh, I okay. don't think so, but maybe a topping of some sort. But uh, on top of admiring your lawn and smoking cheap cigars, what other cadre stuff do you do? Yelling at um, kids to get off your lawn? No. Okay. Hang some, on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, I want to. No, no. I want to. I need a, a rant a little bit. Sure. So, <laughs> I'm not very old. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be 32 in May, maybe 33. I don't remember. Right. <laughs> I'll have to ask my wife. Dude. Oh, man. You hold her. Um, Can't you remember your age, man? Exactly. Exactly. We were at the lake today. We we picked up some dinner and then we went and ate it at the lake. And these kids come plowing through. Like, they go behind us at least 45. And then they go down this section by the park that's a one-way that's on a curve, so there very well could have been kids there. And they didn't care. They just, at least 45 miles an hour. Really? And so, me and my wife are like, what the fuck? These guys need to slow the hell down. And I'm thinking, you know, as a once upon a time youngster, I probably have done that a handful of times. But I did it at the fucking river where I wasn't going to run over some kid. So, we went over there. 
they were about to leave, so I pulled up behind them. Oh, no. We took their license <laughs> plate, and I fucking called them in. Oh, my. Did That's you stick around to see it? Oh, I was so cadre. So here's the thing. They go around the block to get in front of us so that they can stop at a stop sign extra long so they all four kids in the car could flip us off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, this all is a- All four of them flipped you off? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> all of them did. And then they went to the next block, stopped, waited a while, and then they all flipped us off again. So Did you at least flip them back? Flip them off back? No, I gave them a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> come on, dude. For the first one, okay, but the second one, you probably should just retaliate and it say, was hey. a, It was a get-off-my-lawn moment. Yeah. It made, yeah, me, you know it made me want to smoke some half an hour. You're on the right track, though. For 32, that's pretty good. Kids, but like the goal was you don't get <laughs> caught, right? Because the rules were still like old-school rules. If you got caught, you might get your ass kicked by... Yeah, you know, like uh, like an adult, or you might get like you know hassled by the cops. So like we just played by that rule: just don't get caught. I remember we were, I wasn't in the car, thank God, uh, but I was kind of in like another car. We were cruising through. My buddy had a bowling ball. I don't know where he even got it. He probably stole it from a bowling alley. And I remember he threw it at like one of those blue mail boxes, like the big, oh, ones, sure. big ones, yeah. like on a corner. And he dented the <laughs> shit out of it. Like, it, like, collapsed the side of this thing. And the cops actually caught up to him, like, figured out that it was him that did it. And he hauled ass and he, like, ran from the cops and actually got away in a station wagon. He got away from the cops? Yeah, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, don't get caught. Well, of course not. <laughs> don't, <laughs> run, don't run from the cops, first off. I'm going to preface it with that. We were kids and we, did, we were doing stupid shit, but... Yeah, what other codger shit do you do? Because I'm thinking, like, I, I, I have this, I have a question actually before sure. that. When you go, you go to, um, you go to a, 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 a carniceria, right? And you get yes. the meat, and they put it in like a, oh, yeah. like a plastic bag, like a thanks for shopping plastic bag. This is something that's always intrigued me. Like, that's funny because uh, they don't wrap it in paper. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I've got a good friend of mine, and he always tells me that. He goes, what is it, uh, bag o meat time? He says, your butcher just throws it right in a uh, shopping bag. Yeah, it's not. This is what happens, okay? I get the meat. I'll season it, and then I'll let the season seasonings kind of like penetrate the meat overnight. The next day, it's all good. Throw it on the grill. But I'll take it out of its original packaging and put it in that plastic bag. Okay. And then kind of just roll it up and put it in my fridge overnight. Okay. And so the next day I just grab a bag, take it out. But yeah, I've had a couple of people ask me, don't they uh, put that in packaging where you shop? I <laughs> no, I just drag a bloody, yeah, just, uh, bloody bag out of the store. Just throw it in my backpack yeah. here really quick. I'll, I mean, be, I'll be good. We're, li- we're, in, we're, in, we're in like, you know, we're not like a rural like town in like central Mexico where they're just doing that shit. Or like in Jamaica <laughs> where they're like cooking on chicken wire, like. There, there are sanitation rules, <laughs> you know. I was yeah. like, "What is? What are they doing here, man? They can't." Just no, no, it's all shop. good. I just so it works you do great, that. That's a, I that's do that. A, yeah, that's a dad doesn't give a shit move. That's that like, is my, my dad used to do shit like that too. That's my way of recycling plastic bags from another store. You know, fair enough. Chris, yeah. do you remember when we? Because uh, they're trash after that. Do you remember in our group chat when one of our friends in Sweden? sent one of our friends here in the States a bunch of tobaccos. And instead of putting it in Ziploc bags, he literally took bags that look like you'd get from the produce section and wrote on all of them in like dry erase marker. And he yep. just 
put a whole bunch of tobacco in there. They're unsealed. And by the time they got there, you couldn't read half of it. And he's just laughing his ass off. He's like, why are none of these sealed? Like, that's hilarious. He, well, that's cause I mean, he, he worked at a, he was at a, a grocery store, right? Okay. Like, can you just use those? Yeah. They're like the groceries, like the super flimsy little grocery sure. store bags yeah, for produce. Bags. That's yeah. how he shipped him tobacco halfway across that's the right. world. Was it a lot of tobacco? I mean, there was like, samples, I don't like- know, eight or nine different samples. Sure. Since yeah, but that that was funny because his uh, his quality his his bar of quality is up quite high, right? He's pretty eccentric. So like he he actually, uh, and I still haven't gotten any. I'm kind of pissed about it. But there, I I like blue cheese, right? So I like I'm a big like Stilton and like Gorgonzola type guy, right? I mean, I'll put blue cheese on everything. And Rogue River Creamery. Got to get a blue cheese, grilled cheese. Won like two years ago. They won the uh, blue cheese competition, right? It was a blue ribbon. They they won it like hands down. And I shit you not, I found out about this, not from Tommy, but from someone else. And I was like, holy shit, dude, like this Oregon Creamery won for blue cheese over all the French blue cheeses and all the other blue cheeses all over the world. Which Creamery? Rogue River. I think it's Rogue River Creamery. Okay. It might be, it might be that it might be another name, but it's in Oregon anyway. And I was like, I'm going to get some. So I look it up. I'm like, holy shit, that's expensive. T-Dog over in Sweden had a wheel of it at his store. (laughs) Like, like, I think it was like a week later before I could even like, you know, click buy. Wow. Yeah. But he's a cheesemonger and works. He he is a cheesemonger. So I mean, like doing that professionally. So what do you like the most about the blue cheese? Um, that most people don't like it. I think, I think it's, it's just like, I like, I'm a shock and awe type of guy. Right. So, and I have like, if you, have you ever had Stilton? No. Okay. Stilton, Stilton. It's like super stinky, right? It's not so much that it's stinky. It's, it's a very particular kind of acrid flavor. So like if you were to eat Stilton, not ever having Stilton before, you would tell me like, I feel like I'm maybe getting a cold. Like it, it, that, that flavor when you're sick, that flavor in like your throat kind of, that's what like it infection. Ta- it ta- yeah. Cause it <laughs> doesn't I mean, sound like a cheese you should be No, eating. I know it doesn't sound yeah. good, but once you stick start with normal like, phlegm, acquire, when you acquire the taste for it, it's like next wow. level. Amazing. It's hard is to it get. Is it supposed to be prepared and put in a. What, what do you do with it? Yeah. Is it, it are you not to consume uh, it in large quantities or. No, nah, Stilton, you would put on like crackers and stuff. Like it's a charcuterie really? kind of thing. Like I okay. would use like Gorgonzola on like steak or like a burger or something. Like I like that. But there's a lot of stuff that I like. I don't like anything fishy, right? So I can't go crazy with all like the, you know, eel or any of like the other sure. crazy shit that people eat. Because yeah. um, I hate I hate all the fishy stuff. So like I go the opposite direction with all like the weird things, like the cheeses. Like, um, but then I also like pleasant cheeses, like um, double Gloucester. Um, uh, I'm I'm blanking on the name. Uh, I always forget the name of this cheese, but it's a, it's a super creamy cheddar esque cheese that has uh, chives and, and onions and shit in it, and that's that's cheddar esque is a beautiful word. Have you ever tried oh, like a ten or twenty year old cheddar? Oh yeah, no, where it gets like super, super granulated and like salt yeah. in there and stuff. It's yeah, like sandy man, yeah. Like crystals and stuff. That's the way to go. Totally the Tillamook, um, oh Tillamook, they're vintage bomb. white. I yeah. think it's the blue package. 
That stuff's freaking awesome. It's kind of like that. It's very crumbly and kind of granular. They, granular. they have one that's it's a it's a it's like a limited thing. It's it's their ultra sharp or so. They have an extra sharp which I think is black, and then they have this like one that's even sharper than that, and it's hard. I think that's the vintage white. It's a freaking hard. And like cheese. the dark navy blue package. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sounds excellent. Best ice cream in the world. Now they have their own brand, so you can get you know Tillamook ice cream like in most grocery stores. But like back when you couldn't, like twenty years ago, man, you'd have to go to the cheese factory. Dude, we went there, and the, it's literally from cow to cone in like <laughs> six hours. Straight like, off le- the teat. It's straight off the teat, dude. They got they got oh. special cows that just produce Did ice it? cream. Oh my god, it's so good. My uh, my sister's ex-husband's family was one of the five co-owner families of the cheese factory back in the day really yeah so all the ranches around there they have a certain amount of their milk that has to go to the cheese factory there yeah are you talking about the like commercial restaurant or no like tillamook cheese factory oh i thought you were talking about like Tillamook's the cheesecake factory dude no 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 (laughs) (laughs) it's not cheesecake Cheesecake factory, man. How come there hasn't been a cheesecake flavored tobacco? I don't, I don't That's a great question. That. Maybe there should. That's be. probably multi duce or whatever. They did do a, a weird <laughs> one. Pine. Uh, there was one that that Russ did through pipes and cigars. It was called uh, Russ Willette. Yeah, it was like a pine something, and it literally tasted like pine salt. That like, sounds terrible. It tastes, it tastes like if you were to run through like a forest with your mouth open. Did you ever hear anybody say uh, that Northwoods by Boswell's tasted like pine trees? I've never had Northwoods, dude. I've had, I've never had oh, a lot my of God. tobaccos, to be honest. I have had Northwoods, dude. but it's been yes. probably six or seven years since I've had it. Okay, because that's kind of irked me. A while back, man, I also used to read reviews and people would be saying it tasted like pine. There's like a pine flavoring to really? it. Really? I just because remember it, was it being hella smoky. It's not pine at all, man. It's just a, a kind of a crossover English type sweeter, you know? Hmm. I always get mixed up with Dark Star and Northwoods. I don't know why. Like in my head, I keep thinking I had, I think it was Dark Star Dark from Star. McClellan? Yeah. It's the That's name. Good. It's a name thing. It's like when someone says like... uh uh, what's the one I, I always used to mess up with oatmeal and meatloaf. Like in my head, what? they would sound. Yeah, it was weird, man. They would sound the same. Not literally sound the same. I'm making myself sound like a fucking like nut a job. Weird no. dyslexia? But yeah, it's yeah. like a dyslexia almost. Like you That's would what we're going to call like, this episode. Chris is yeah, weird dyslexia. And oatmeal. I don't know why. In my head, it kind of like has the same, like if I, I file it in the same cabinet, you know, for some reason. That's so what's strange. the most unusual aromatic, you think, flavor? Probably that one. Probably the pine one. The pine uh, one? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the oatmeal meatloaf. Uh, or meatloaf flavor, yeah. Oh, Vermont meat candy. That's probably the most unique. What is that? Maple. What's that like? That was delicious. I remember that. Was it? Yeah. It's straight up maple and bacon. Is like that still that. made? Oh, I doubt it. I Who made a, that? I have a few jars of it. Uh, again, I think that was pipes and cigars. Like Russ Willette? Yeah, I think it was when Russ was doing that. Stuff. I met Russ Willette. He's, he's actually a pretty nice guy, man. Yeah. He's kind of an older dude that, you know. Doesn't smoke half and half? Uh, he probably does. You know what I did? Uh, that's when he first, I met him when he when they first came out with White Knight. Did you ever smoke that? Yeah. I have, yeah. White Knight's yeah, good. Yeah, White Knight it's kind of unusual blend. It's good. Something. 
Well, White Knight it, is meant to mimic one of the old Sobranis. The yeah, yeah. It's a homage one. to Sobrani. Homage. Yeah, that's what Russ explained to me, and then he said uh, he tried to school me on Yendehi or whatever, however you pronounce that Oriental. Oh, how do you pronounce that? Yendehi, Yendehi. Yeah, it's like this y, is what I went through it's with like Russ. Y J E N D D I G J E or something like that. Supposedly an Oriental. Yenji? Spell spell uh, it again. Try Y E N D I J E. Yendehi? Yendije? You sound like a bunch of idiots right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like when we were all trying to get Yendige? the freaking video. Somebody get Russ on, on the phone. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I actually was listening to a really off off the wall podcast today and these chicks could not pronounce it was I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. It was so funny. It was uh uh damn it. It's uh Fiefdom. Yeah. So they were talking about some like guy that had like a fiefdom and they were like, What the hell is that word? Fife? Fief Fiefife? Fee-fi-fo-fi-fum or whatever. It's like they could not pronounce fiefdom. And they're like, what the hell is a fiefdom? A fiefdom is when you have like, you know, like a, uh, like a, a kingdom of some sort. You know, like there's people around you that are, are sort of your subordinates, essentially. Really? Huh. And it was just weird how they pronounced it. It just made me think of that. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the spelling is Y-E-N-I-D-J-E. Oh. Y-E-N? Yanije, Yanije, Yanije. That's gotta Yenige. be it. Yeah, we're a bunch of idiots. We should probably today. wrap it up on that note so we don't sound stupider. Well, if you find out any more about <clears throat> Yanije, <laughs> whatever the hell it is, Juan, it's been great having you on, man. Um, if people want to find you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever you do, and you know, enjoy your awesome humor and general codgerness where can they find you instagram it's don don the piper all one word all right check it out there awesome. but I, I i do want to say that i'm coming out with a book it's called the uh, art of the codger should be out next month art of the nice. codger next month like, eh? no, i'm you just should, kidding you no. should be coming out with a book that sounds awesome I the art of the codger chair that'd be cool you got to have an old chair you got to have yes. a cob you got to have a radio dude that. Yeah. An old school radio that's only it. like AM. I got, I actually got an old school radio because you have an old school radio. I'm not even joking. Like, Are you serious? I, we had the Alexas and everything. Like, we had one in the shop, yeah. one in the house. And I was like, my daughter, this is weird. My daughter was just weirded out by him because she's like, I don't like the lights. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is really not good to have. Right. So I got rid of those and I got myself an old, like, it's like a Zenith radio or something. And it's badass because it's like you just turn it on and you don't touch it ever. Like you just leave no. it alone. It's awesome. It's so much. You can unplug relaxing. it and move it if you have to. Yeah. But don't touch that. Uh, no, you touch just the leave dial. dial. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 chill. I have one in the shop too. Um, it's just I don't know. It's weird. It's something I, I know. I sound like too much of a millennial, like when I say that. But like, I forgot those simple things that we used to have because they're like, oh, technology. This is better. I don't want to have to tell the radio what to play. I want it to just play some good shit. That's just like yeah. when uh, you stumble upon the Beyond the Pipe podcast. There you go. You put it on, press play, and don't touch the dial. No, you binge it, man. Yeah. Forever. That's what I do. 
We got quite a few episodes out for people to binge now. Yeah, there are a lot of episodes. Why don't you all caught up? Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. If anybody would like to reach out to Don Juan the Piper and tell him how awesome he is, go ahead and do that. If you'd like to leave us a review on uh, Apple or Spotify or anything, we'd greatly appreciate that. And if you have any questions, email us at beyondthepipe1 at gmail.com. That's beyondthepipe, the number one, at gmail.com. Not yeah, man, if. it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. I really appreciate you reaching out, man. Yeah, it's been thanks, a, man. We're kind of a, to have you. I knew we'd eventually cross paths. Yeah, somehow. it's been a while, man. But yeah. I mean, not not if you have questions. Make up some questions and send them in. That's what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, yeah. make up random shit. We'll it doesn't have to anything, be about... Man. Yeah, it could be about... Anything. I mean, you, hey, hey, man, I got a new squatty potty, and I love it. Uh, cool. We'll talk about that. We'll we'll discuss those things. Whatever you Why want, not? you know. But Juan, it's been awesome having you, and uh, it has been a while. I remember your first your bones video you did years and years ago. You know, uh, I like that. Part. I still got the first Halloween. gen bones, man. Yeah, man, it's awesome. When I, I'll tell you something, Chris Morgan. I seen that video, right? I kept seeing the little uh, cryptic videos you were putting out about the bones pipe and i was like what's this try- what are you trying to do here man i'm trying to figure it out you know just like everybody else and then it was revealed i'm like i had to take just like everybody though, else man. when it got revealed oh i guess i'm buying one of these right I, pretty I much had him, i had him playing and then uh legion trujillo like saw the video one day and he was like uh i would i would take the music out of that and i was like why and he's like dude tom waits will sue people for <laughs> no reason and i'm like shit and I, did, I don't know how to edit that stuff, so I just took them down. I don't, they're not viewable on YouTube anymore, but I don't want to get sued by Tom Waits. Man, that guy's kind of scary. He's not going to do nothing, man. Because he music? <laughs> <laughs> right on. He should be happy, yeah. Right. But All no, right, man. Guys. Well, yeah, thanks, man. For, thanks for joining us. And for sure, man. You know what? Everybody else, thanks for listening. You're going to have to hook up some other time and talk cooking, dude, because... Oh, totally. Food. Yeah, Let's man. have a whole, other, whole we'll episode two. on... Absolutely. Your favorite recipe, my favorite recipe, Sean's Shit, favorite yeah. recipe. Let's All right, it. let's do that. Let's start preparing and we'll get it we'll get it planned. All right, sure. man. Summer's coming, so people are gonna have a lot of grilling to do. Yeah, for sure, man. That's that's what uh, I'm prepping to do, man. All right, All right man. sounds good. Thanks. Later, guys. All right, man.